What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. My beautiful souls, welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome, my love. I'm so excited to have you tuned in for your very first episode of Manifest Daily. If you are unfamiliar, my name is DeAndre Nicolette. I'm the host of Manifest Daily, and I am so excited to have you here listening, tuned in, enjoying the vibes with me, chatting with me. Y'all already know, okay? And to my OG listeners, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? How y'all doing today? How are y'all doing today? Let me tell you how I'm doing. Girl, I'm feeling chaotic, okay? I am feeling very much chaos right now currently. So it is literally Thursday, April 28th. So when you guys hear this, if you listen to it live when it first comes out, you're gonna hear this tomorrow. And every time I record an episode the day before it's supposed to go out, I always feel like I'm like, in a slightly frantic mood until I get it edited and until I get it scheduled to go up. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to get it prepped. I'm trying to get it ready. I'm trying to stay on schedule, okay? Because one thing about me, y'all know I like to stay consistent as much as I can. It makes me feel good, okay? Literally, I'm trying to get this episode ready to go up tomorrow. And I'm just so excited to be talking to y'all. But I feel chaotic, not just because we're recording this episode the day before it's supposed to go up, but because I'm also traveling today. So I'm going to Memphis for work. I'm going for like the next couple days and when I tell y'all every time I'm prepping to go on like a trip or something I feel chaotic simply because I know I'm about to be removed from my typical routine now since I've moved here I've been working on a little you know perfecting my little routine perfecting what I do for my morning routine my nighttime routine what I do on the weekends all that good stuff and I'm constantly you know switching it up here and there trying to explore new things in Dallas trying to find my way whatever but I have myself a little routine here okay and whenever I have to go out of town that routine is always disrupted and I won't even lie the month of May is giving chaos because I just will be traveling a couple times throughout the month um I decided last minute I was like you know what I don't want to be in Dallas by myself for my birthday granted I was gonna do a whole thing I literally had like plans to go to the spa I was gonna do like a full spa day y'all know the ones where you go and you get your massage you get your facial you're getting like all the things done I was gonna do that I was gonna go shopping like I had a whole plan but I was I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to be alone for my birthday this year because I've talked about it before in a couple episodes and I do have some special birthday episodes planned. So stay tuned for that. Tea. Tea is going to be spilled. Okay. Period. So I have some episodes planned for that. But when my birthday comes around, I can find myself getting a little sad. And I think this can happen to a lot of us simply because it's like your birthday is coming around. You're acknowledging all the things that happened in the past year, all the things that led up to who you are in this moment. And you're also acknowledging that time is passing. And as beautiful of a blessing as it is to age, I always say that like when you're getting older, you're, you're blessed. Like you're still here on earth you're still living you still have another day to make your dreams come true to manifest what you want to love on yourself to love on others so that's a blessing in itself but at the same time you know there can be some sad feelings around birthdays especially because if you had certain things in mind of what you would be doing and things haven't panned out the way you wanted them to a birthday can be a really you know uh, I, I almost said harsh and I almost said thick but girl I don't even know what the word is 
birthdays, but a birthday can just be a reminder of what hasn't happened. But at the same time, I always think a birthday is another reminder that like it hasn't happened, but there's so much more you can still do. There's so much more that can happen and you have, you know, you've been blessed with another day, more time to live and experience life. So I'm traveling a lot in the month of May, which I am grateful for. One thing, my budget is not feeling it because baby, I'm trying to save. I'm trying to pay down debt. And, and all of a sudden it's like all these things I got to do and travel to and places to go and things to buy. And I'm like, girl, ah! I'm like, God, just run me some more money. If you want me to be out here in these streets, you need to run me a couple more checks because <laughs> I need the budget to be giving in order for me to participate in all the activities. Okay. So yeah, so I'm feeling a little like, ooh, chaotic because of that. I have a couple meetings after this. I got to go to the orthodontist. Y'all, not me over there eating so quick yesterday. I done chomped down on my permanent retainer on the bottom and like one of the little um, ends of the retainer came off on one of my tooth. If you have a permanent retainer, you know, if you don't know, let me explain it to you. So it's like basically like this little metal chain on the bottom teeth that I have that are keeping my teeth in place. Y'all know I have braces twice. I pay out of pocket. And one thing about me is I invested a lot in my teeth. Okay. Literally over 10 grand in teeth repair when it comes to braces because braces are not cheap in the United States. So I try to protect that investment as much as possible. And I have a permanent retainer on the bottom teeth to make sure ain't nothing shifting, ain't nothing moving. Baby, just stay right there. So yesterday I had a meeting. I came home. I had a meeting at like 10 a.m., right? Y'all, I went to Pilates and then I had gotten some avocado toast and the coffee from the shop that's right next to the Pilates studio. Of course, it's right next to Pilates studio because, you know, of course I got to be tempted after I do my workout to go get me avocado toast. So I get my toast. I come home. I'm thinking like, let me eat after the meeting. But you know you, when you hungry, if you a tourist, okay, and you hungry, you gonna eat. <laughs> you gonna eat. So I was sitting there, I was like, all right, I got 10 minutes, I got 10 minutes, let me let me hurry up. And I knew the meeting was gonna be on video, so I wasn't trying to like be eating on camera because I it was just a one-on-one uh, type of meeting, me and this person. So I knew I was gonna have to talk and I was like, I'm not about to be sitting here crunching on this avocado toast during my meeting. So I had my 10 minutes and girl, I was I was going in. I was going in. I ain't never ate that fast in my life. I thought I was going to choke. And one thing about that avocado toast from La La Land is it is crunchy on the crust. They don't play. They said toasted, baby. Toasted. And I'm sitting there crunching up on that bread. And I felt something kind of go under my retainer, like right by my canine tooth. And it was like a little piece of bread. And I said, I was trying to flick it out with my tongue. <laughs> But I was like, that kind of went in deep. Like, what was that? And then after that, I felt like my retainer, like I could feel the end of it. My tongue kept hitting it. And I said, damn. So I had to call uh, my dentist who had to refer me to an orthodontist here in Dallas. And I, if I had gone to my orthodontist in Boston, it would be like a free treatment because that's the person who put in my permanent retainer. So if anything happens, I can go back to that orthodontist and get, you know, anything fixed, whatever. But with teeth, like they can move, they move subtly, but they can shift very quickly. And so I'm not going to be in Boston for a couple of weeks. And I was like, I don't want to take the chance and just have this tooth just out here free, <laughs> young, wild, and free and moving all over the place because I would be damned if I have to get braces a third time. I doubt it would be that serious. I doubt it would be for that long, but braces are expensive and I'm not trying to play my teeth like that. So I had to go to the orthodontist today and literally straight from the orthodontist, I got to head to the airport because my flight is a couple hours after that and Dallas traffic starts to pick up in the afternoon. And so I want to make sure that I am there, not having to rush. Uh, I have some work to get done that I can do at the airport so yeah overall guys it is it's one of those days and one of those times it's going to be busy a lot of running around but I am going to be documenting on Instagram my time in Memphis I don't know if I'm going to get to do any like cool touristy type things because we are going to be at a travel conference and so I'm most likely just going to be inside uh the conference hotel and like around the hotel and things like that not necessarily venturing too far outside of where we're gonna be but i am gonna try to document what i can and it's kind of cool to be able to go to a different city even if i'm not getting to see a ton i i feel like you get enough of the vibes like being in the downtown area of a city to see you know how you feel about it how you like it and stuff like that and i don't know it's kind of random but i have been not thinking i want to move to nashville but like nashville 
Nashville has kind of been on my list of a place that I really want to visit. And I know it's, I, I believe it's a couple hours away from Memphis, but I'm like, let me see what the vibes of Tennessee in general are giving. And I would love to plan a trip to Nashville sometime soon. Maybe with my friends, we're going to see, you know, maybe a solo trip. I don't know. We're going to see, but stay tuned for that. So my loves, how are you guys today? I know I said that already. And like, obviously y'all can't answer me. I'm going to say the vibes is giving good. Y'all look good today. Y'all look good. Y'all are vibing with me. Well, today's episode, we are doing five more ways to stay high vibe. I did that episode and y'all loved it. I actually recorded that one as a video on YouTube as well. Speaking of YouTube, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going like, I can't even, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Actually, I don't know what to say. There's just so much happening. And I said this in the last episode too. There's so much happening. And when there's a lot that I'm balancing, I almost have to figure out like what's highest priority and what kind of can wait or has to wait. And YouTube, unfortunately, is one that, you know... I've deemed as a has to wait right now. I actually wanted to record this episode as a video because I did my makeup and everything and I was ready to record this episode as a video, but it's a little gloomy here today and I didn't want to have to take out my lights and set up my lights and do all that. So I'm not recording this one on video, but I am going to be trying to record some more of the podcast episodes on video. So the last one that we did that was like this was five ways to stay high vibe, keep your vibe high vibrational. But I, but I say high vibe and vibration. <sighs> back up, back up. Hold on. I did five ways to stay high vibe and keep your vibes high. Stay high vibe and turn. What did I do? I don't even know what the title of that episode was. Anyways, if you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Five ways to stay high vibe. Okay, we're gonna call it that. And then this episode is gonna be five more ways to stay high vibrational. Five more ways to raise your vibration. So. Let's go ahead and get into this. Strap in, grab your water, grab your tequila. I just bought me some new tequila. I went to the, the liquor store the other day. And one of the guys I was working there, he was helping me pick out some tequila because I was like, you know, when I go to the bar or whatever and I get a drink and it has tequila in it, I always say Casamigos. And the reason I say that is because I don't see y'all talking about Casamigos, Casamigos, this, that, and the other. I don't even know the difference really between the tequilas. I am not a tequila mezcal connoisseur. But y'all said Casamigos is the one to get. Is it Casamigos? Ca- Casamigos? Yes. And that's what I always get. So I was at the liquor store looking for that and I couldn't find it for the life of me. And the man was like, okay, you know what? Let, let me put you on to some stuff. So he was telling me, he was giving a whole tutorial girl on some tequilas. I was damn near half listening because I remember I was thirsty that day. I was trying to get home. I was trying to get to my water. I was trying to get to my food. I was hungry. This man talking about all types of ways of uh, how to make tequila. I'm like, sir, I just need some that I could take shots of when when the time come, when need be, when I got to make a cocktail. Now, you know, I'm talking about when I got like a little party or something. Mind you, I don't even know why I bothered the tequila because what party? Party of who? Anyways, girl, let me go ahead and get into the episode. We're talking about five ways, five more ways to stay high vibrational. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and get into it because I feel like I've been just rambling. So yeah, let's go. Let's get into it. Okay, so the first way that I have on my list to stay high vibrational, to raise your vibe, is to use affirmations. Now, I don't think I said this in the first episode, but affirmations are amazing. They're an amazing way to sort of infuse your subconscious, infuse your conscious with the the things that you want to believe. And affirmations are really powerful because depending on how you use them and when you use them, they are basically a way to help you rewire your subconscious. Affirmations are beautiful. You can use them in the morning. You can use them at night. I actually have a few affirmation episodes on the podcast. So if you are into affirmations, affirmations or have been looking for some new affirmations, I highly recommend you check out those episodes. I want to say I have about maybe three, four or five different affirmation episodes that you guys can refer to. Different ones for confidence, for relationships, uh, for money. I have like two different ones for money. So check those out. But a beautiful way to use affirmations is when you are in sort of like that more accessible subconscious state. And what I mean by that is you want to use affirmations when they're actually going to to 
do something and create a change and create a difference. A lot of times people will spend time saying affirmations to themselves when they are in a very conscious and awake state. And although those are beautiful ways to use affirmations, sometimes when you say an affirmation, especially when it is so seemingly different from your current experience reality, it can feel like you're lying to yourself. Like if you don't feel like you have a lot of money and you're saying, I am rich, I am wealthy, I have more than enough, and you're saying that and you feel resistance, like that might be a signal to you that even though you're saying these affirmations and you're hoping to call in more abundance, that you don't subconsciously believe in whatever you are saying. And so affirmations are beautiful when they're used, yes, in a conscious state, saying it to yourself in the mirror, saying it to yourself throughout the day, things like that. But I also believe that you should really incorporate affirmations into like that early morning. Like, you know, when you're like half awake, half asleep, when you're just kind of waking up, a really good way, and I've said this before, um, a cool tip to do is like recording your voice as saying the affirmations that you want to say or whatever, and then having that be your alarm. So as you're waking up in the morning, you're coming out of sleep, you're in that very like accessible subconscious state, you are hearing those affirmations. Same thing when you're going to bed, you can actually do a guided meditation. I actually am planning to create a couple different guided meditations to you guys that you can download either on the podcast or I might make them something that you can download somewhere else, maybe on my website or something for free, of course, where you can listen to them right before bed as you're falling to sleep to help reprogram your subconscious and to help you actually hear those affirmations and believe them on a deeper level. I also think affirmations are really cool to have on hand when you're going into certain situations that you may feel uncomfortable with. So for example, I've talked about social anxiety on the podcast before and I've talked about how there are times when I can struggle with social anxiety, especially because I do a lot of things by myself and sometimes just like putting myself in uncomfortable situations like going to, I don't know, lunch or dinner or wherever by myself, it can be a little bit hard socially and I can feel a little bit awkward. And so a lot of times I'll have like affirmations ready to go in my head when I'm putting myself in a certain situation, whether I'm going out on a date or going out to dinner or lunch by myself or going to do something that feels really tough to me, but I also know that it's going to push me outside of my comfort zone and and I also know it's something that I want to do, I will have affirmations prepped and ready to go like in my head sort of so that when I'm in that situation, I can say the affirmations to myself when I start to feel a little bit uncomfortable. So for example, if I'm going into a situation where it's something that I've always wanted to try and do, but I feel a little bit uncomfortable because I've never done it before and I'm going by myself or something like that, I might say the affirmation that I'm really proud of myself for trying this thing. I'm proud of myself for getting outside of my comfort zone that isn't necessarily like a future oriented affirmation so it's not like I'm trying to call anything in it's more like I'm just trying to self-soothe it's more that I'm trying to really remind myself that I'm doing something that's outside of my comfort zone and even though it feels scary and even though it feels weird I'm really proud of myself for allowing myself to step outside of my comfort zone and really embrace the situation for what it is so using affirmations are just a beautiful way to one rewire your subconscious to self-soothe in any uncomfortable situations three help you to call in whatever it is you're manifesting and of course help you to stay high vibrational and to raise your vibe in general So the second thing that I have on my list is one that I feel really, really passionate about as a Taurus, and it is infusing your surroundings with uplifting scents. So this can be essential oils, this can be candles, this can be diffusers, things like that. If you spend a lot of time at home, or even if you don't spend a lot of time at home, your home is literally your sanctuary. Your home is your safe space. It's the place that you always return to, to lay your head, to have your breakfast, to raise your family, to raise yourself right and when we think about our homes like we often will think about things like cleaning our homes or decluttering our space energetically and physically in order to help raise our vibrations but what happens when you also want to just create a different sort of like energetic experience through scent scents are really powerful like you can really just go back in time to a specific memory from a scent like have y'all ever noticed that sometimes you'll smell a candle or you'll smell something and like an entire memory will just 
come back to you, an entire feeling like you were literally transported through time to a different moment, a different experience entirely through a scent. And scents are very powerful that way, scents and sounds as well. So when we're talking about raising our vibration, there's a reason that like whenever people talk about like cleaning up their space and decluttering their space that after a lot of people will light a candle. A lot of people will light a candle because yes, it just helps to make the entire cleaning process feel like it's wrapped up smoothly and it feels like almost like, what is that thing called? The icing on the cake after you have done all of your cleaning, after you have like really allowed yourself to energetically cleanse your space. But scents are just so powerful in order to one, help us bring us back to certain memories or two, help us when we are trying to create new memories. I really love infusing scents into my home. So in every single room of my home, I have a different uh, bath and body wallflower. Now, I know when it comes to scents that there are a lot of different things out there in terms of people saying which scents are safe, which scents are not. So some of you guys may not want to use bath and body wallflowers because of certain chemicals in them, things like that, which I totally understand. Some people also don't want to use certain candles because of certain chemicals in the candles, things like that. So find whatever feels comfortable to you. Maybe that is using essential oils and a diffuser. Maybe you make your own candles. I make my own candles sometimes. I still use Bath and Body Works ones, but I also make my own candles. But like just kind of figure out what it is that really works for you and your lifestyle and whatever you're comfortable with. And like I said, in every single room of my house, I have a different wallflower. I have like fresh ones in the bathrooms, um, in the kitchen I have one, in my living room I have one, in my sitting room. Like every single room has its own scent. And there's something beautiful about when I have had a long day, maybe I went to a coffee shop to work or maybe I was running errands or maybe I was just out like at a social event or something and I walk into my home, I open the door and the first thing that I notice is the smell. I can smell just whatever it is that I have going on in the living room and it just truly uplifts me and makes me so happy. Same thing in the morning. I actually just recently got this new thing called a Pura. I think it's called a Pura. Yeah, it's called a Pura. So it's basically like this scent thing and this one's like a little bit more pricey than Bath and Body Works but it's actually like a little bit more like high-end high-tech where you put these like two scent things in it right and you can connect the Pura to your phone and through Bluetooth and through like Wi-Fi and stuff like that so you can set a schedule so it can be like okay in the morning from this time to this time I want this scent going and then I wanted to switch to the second scent in the afternoon or the evening so I recently put that one in my bedroom and then I have like a certain scent going in the morning which tends to be the eucalyptus and mint love that in the morning because when I'm getting ready for my day when I'm starting my day there's something so beautiful and refreshing about the scent of eucalyptus and mint it's just invigorating it wakes me up it allows me to feel like really really good about starting my day and then at night I have more of a lavender and chamomile scent that goes on that just relaxes me and nightlight comes on at night too and it's just like it's just a vibe. Like, it's literally just a vibe. So, y'all, get on to some scents, okay? And if you're not, like, a super strong scent person, there are definitely candles and uh, room sprays and stuff out there that are made for people who are a little bit more sensitive to scents and don't want something strong. There is a scent for you, but I just think that it's something so powerful about having your home smell wonderful. And I will say, okay, when Tolu came to visit Chagora, the first thing that she noticed when she walked into my house was how it smelled when my mom came to visit the first thing that she noticed when she walked into my house was how it smelled she's like wow what what is that what's that scent what's that what is that right and so it just sets the vibe entirely for you for your guests and for your entire home vibe and like why not you know what I mean? Why not? Why not burn a candle? Why not put on a diffuser? Why not have a bath and body wallflower? It just raises your vibe. It helps to make you feel good. And it's just, it's amazing. And it's like really easy to implement. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, 
and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Astrology is a powerful tool that can help guide you in your journey of self-discovery. For example, y'all know that I'm a Taurus and we can often be described as headstrong, loyal, very much about experiencing luxury in our own ways. I definitely resonate with every single thing that a Taurus like is associated with uh, sometimes a stubbornness, but I like to call it, you know, me being headstrong instead of being stubborn. But astrology goes so much deeper than just your sun sign. And once I started to dive into the deeper aspects of my natal chart, I learned so much about myself and the way that I show up in this world. So y'all, you can create your own highly customized birth chart talisman at ephemeris.co. You need your birth date, your birth time, and the location of your birth. And if you don't know your birth time, which I know some people don't, that's okay. You can still create an accurate and abbreviated chart. I went through this process of creating my own talisman and it was so cool to see my chart and jewelry being created in real time as I input my birth info. So what it looks like is basically it's a necklace, like the one that I have is a necklace and it's literally my birth chart on a necklace and on the back I added a quote and you can just like add any quote that you want and it's just like such a vibe because it's customized, it's literally your birth chart or the birth chart of whoever you may want to gift it to and it's a beautiful quote on the back as well. You can choose from silver, gold, or rose gold. I went with a black piece that has gold accents on a gold chain just because I love the look of black and gold. It feels really classic and luxurious to me personally. Each piece is handmade in the United States and each birth chart talisman also comes with three in-depth reports to cover things like your transits and your Saturn return. So it's really cool because you get a QR code in your order and I got mine, I scanned it, and I opened it up to find an 84-page natal chart breakdown of every single like planet and transit and everything on my chart, which was really amazing because it felt very personalized, very customized. The entire process just felt very, very tailored to me and exactly what my birth chart had in store for me. With over 17,000 orders and counting, Ephemeris is creating its own universe of astrology lovers. Right now, Ephemeris is offering 15% off for listeners with the code MANIFESTDAILY at checkout. Go to ephemeris.co, that is spelled E P H. E M E R I S dot C O. Again, that's E P H E M E R I S dot co and use the code manifest daily at checkout to unlock 15% off your birth chart talisman today. Thank you again to Ephemeris for sponsoring today's episode. Okay, so my next high vibrational tip or like way to raise your vibe is going to be one that I think a lot of us can struggle with at times, but it also is one of the most important things, I believe, in our journey. And that is to accept and let go of the past and forgive anyone who has hurt you. So this one is tough because there are so many different ways that people can hurt you in this life. And obviously the way that you feel as a response to being hurt is absolutely justified. But there's something about holding Holding on to the past and not allowing yourself to move past it that can really create a space where you are not being your best self. And this doesn't mean that you can't be your best self and still acknowledge the hurt that has happened in the past or acknowledge what someone has done to you. You can absolutely do that. They can exist in the same world. But I'm talking about essentially accepting it for what it is, letting it go, knowing that what has happened has happened. You can't change the past and allowing yourself 
yourself to move past it. I think I mentioned this in an episode before. There's like a whole quote about how when you think about stuff that happened in the past and you want to change the past, that can lead to like depression and sadness and low vibrational feelings in that way. And when you think about the future, when you think about, you know, what is going to happen or what you want to happen and you're, you know, panicked about will it happen or will it not happen, that can create a lot of anxiety because you literally are focusing on something that has yet to materialize. So when we're talking about letting go of the past, where again, it's not a, a thing of like you basically getting to space where you don't acknowledge what has happened to you, but it is about accepting it as it has happened. There's literally nothing I can do to change that. How will I move forward? I think a lot of times when we feel hurt and when people have hurt us, there is this kind of visceral response that we want to have where we want to get back at that person. And that is a natural human response, right? If someone has hurt you or someone has hurt someone that you love, you kind of want them in some ways to experience the pain that you have experienced. So you kind of want them to literally feel what you have felt. But it is not guaranteed that one, you can do that. And that two, even if that person feels what you have felt or goes through what you went through, that they will understand your experience or that they will have a different sort of outlook on how they treated you. That's not guaranteed. We can't control what other people think. We can't control what other people do. We can't control other people's responses. All that we can do is control our own. And so placing emphasis on someone else's reaction or someone else's actions in your life kind of places the power outside of yourself. Instead, in letting go and accepting what has happened to you and accepting, you know, what people have done, how people have treated you and choosing how you will then move forward, choosing what response you want to take independently of what has happened in the past, you are taking your power back and you are also saying like, okay, yes, shit happened. Like it sucks. It kind of sucks because I didn't deserve that. But guess what? I'm going to move forward in this way because I know that I deserve to move forward in this way and to like create a reality based off of what I want and not how I was treated, if that makes sense. So allowing yourself to let go just really raises your vibration because in some ways it's sort of like, you know, you're taking, um, what is that saying? Like you're removing something from your shoulders because when you are thinking about the past and when you are meditating and anyways on someone who has hurt you or something that was done to you in the past someone who has wronged you a situation that you didn't deserve when you are thinking about that and when you are living in that past you are allowing yourself to sort of move through life with a burden on your shoulder it's literally an energetic and spiritual burden on your shoulder and so by acknowledging it and saying I am not going to move through life with so much focus and energy placed on this thing you're removing that burden as you move through life and you're allowed to move through or you're allowing yourself rather to move through life with much more ease easier said than done i think that a lot of times too if you have been hurt um, by many different people depending on what situation we're talking about and what the hurt is it can cause you to become really guarded and closed off i mentioned this in my last episode where i was talking about dating and i was talking about how i know noticed that I was becoming very numb to the dating process and that was kind of a signal to me that I had to take a break from dating apps because I'm naturally not a numb and closed off person. I'm naturally someone that wears my heart on my sleeve, that is open, that wants to give, that wants to love because as much as the world can hurt people and as much as people can hurt people and as much as there's bad out there, there's also a lot of good. And I never want to close myself off to meeting amazing people, to creating beautiful connections, to just creating the life that I want because I was so guarded because of what someone else did to me in the past or how someone else hurt me in the past. And so it is not easy always to do that. It's not easy to just say, I'm going to let go. I'm going to move through life with more ease. I'm going to forget this person. It takes time. It takes time. It takes self-awareness. It takes you coming to terms with the situation. Sometimes it can take multiple attempts, but when you do finally let go, there's so much lightness that comes from that. There's so much freedom that comes from that. And there's so much beauty that comes from that because you realize that you are no longer letting the past 
hold you back from anything that you want to do or you want to achieve. And because you're moving through life now with more ease, more freedom, less of that burden, you are naturally moving through life at a higher vibration and you are naturally just coming off and coming across as someone that is being a higher vibrational person, a more energetic person, a person that people are gravitating towards, that good people are gravitating towards because you are projecting that energy. All right, my loves, my next tip is going to be setting an intention for your day, your week, or your month. Now, this is a huge one. It kind of is similar to the vibe of like, using a calendar y'all know I don't smoke about using the calendar so many times I like live and die by my calendar I feel like these days even more so because there's constantly so much happening I have to make sure that I'm on top of it for podcast interviews for travels making sure that I am in the right place right time for literally my entire life so in the same way that I color you know, color block in the same way that I time block and color code and use a calendar to keep track of my life. I use intentions to keep track of like my vibe for the day, right? So you can obviously wake up and just go about your day and have a beautiful day, have a good day in the same way that you can wake up, go about your day and maybe you don't have such a good day. Things, you know, go left from the minute that you wake up to the minute you go to bed. And maybe that's a sign that she needs to like pause, take a minute, take a rest, take a breather, take a break sometimes things go left multiple times throughout our day to sort of force us to step back and take a take a pause for a second however there's something really powerful about starting off your day with an intention you are essentially infusing your day with the message the vibe the energy that you want to experience with what you want to take away from this day I will say that setting an intention for your day your week or your month is something where you are looking ahead and you're trying to imagine like what your best possible outcome for that day that week or that month would be I personally don't set intentions every single day I won't even lie to y'all I do set them whenever I feel called to on a daily basis but typically I will set my intentions on a weekly or a monthly basis so as I am actually doing my calendar planning for the week I will sort of set my intention for my week and that happens in a way where it's like pretty intuitive I'll give y'all a really good example so next week for example I have a lot of different podcast interviews happening it's a week before I so I come back to Dallas and then before the week's over I'm leaving Dallas again and in the middle of that I have a few days where I'm home but I can't fully settle into my routine I'm doing podcast interviews I'm packing I'm prepping it's giving very chaotic and so when I planned out my calendar I set the intention to have a very productive week to have a week where I I am feeling very on top of everything, even though everything is moving very fast around me. And so when I have weeks like that, when I know that I have a lot coming onto my plate, even though it can be a lot of like, again, chaos, it's almost as if like I'm imagining the chaos is like happening around me and externally, but internally I'm just standing there and I'm calm around it. I am calm. I am functioning well. I am operating beautifully under the pressure and around the chaos so as I set my calendar and created my events for the week and planned out my week for the next week I was also intuitively setting this intention that I would sort of be calm throughout the storm that I would be on top of things because here I am planning everything out to T making sure that I'm dotting my I's and crossing my T's and making sure that even though there's a lot happening I am going into it knowing that I'm prepared knowing that if something goes left for any given thing that I have on my calendar calendar that it will be okay because I'm going to stay calm throughout the chaos. So that kind of is like an example of how I am setting my intention going into any given week. Another example would be there is a week in May where I'm going to be with my friends. I haven't seen them since literally last year, which is insane to say because I don't know. I think when you get older and you're like your friends are in different places across the country and things like that, like you can easily just time just passes so quickly and you can easily forget how long it's been since y'all have seen each other so I literally haven't seen my friends since last year because they came for my birthday and that was the last time I saw them so I'm so excited to be going there to be going 
back to Philly. Okay, there was a time when I almost moved to Philly, y'all. I'm going back to Philly, going to New Jersey. It's gonna be a litiation. But during that week, I am setting the intention or I will set the intention for that week to make sure that I'm having fun, to make sure that I'm living in the moment. What I want to take away from that is being present in the moment with my friends, is enjoying the time, is allowing us to really like connect, reconnect on a different level than we can connect through FaceTime and through digital like ways of communication. So I'm going to set that intention when it's that week to really, you know, I'm prepping everything in advance so that that week when I'm with my friends, like I don't really have to do too much besides like basic upkeep of my nine to five and maybe basic podcast upkeep, like, you know, telling y'all on Instagram when when the episode is live, things like that. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. So just having a bird's eye view of what is coming up for you and really thinking about what is the energy and vibe that you want to uphold, upkeep, throughout that experience is going to help you stay by because you're going into things being intentional and you are not allowing like the external to tell you how you're going to feel. You were, you were going into it saying, this is what I want to take away. This is what I want to experience. This is how I want to feel. And this is what I'm going into it with the, the mindset of, if that makes sense. All right, y'all. So my last tip for a practical and easy way to raise your vibration and to stay high vibe is to have a yes week. Now, I can't remember who came up with this because I know there's literally like a book or something on it. And it was this woman talking, I think about like having a yes year. Why am I thinking Shonda Rhimes? I don't know, but Y'all tell me if I'm right, because that's the vibe I'm getting or that's the the name I'm getting in my head. And I'm like, is it was it Shonda Rhimes? Not them coming to blow leaves outside when I'm recording a podcast. Like, can y'all just ugh. anyways? So y'all have yourself a yes week where you practice saying yes to all the things you feel called to doing no matter how scary. I think this is a beautiful way to go into any week. And I said a yes week because a yes year or a yes month might feel a little bit daunting, especially if you haven't done something like this before, because um, it's just, it's kind of hard. It's kind of scary to say yes to a lot of things, if not everything that comes your way, right? So I think a week is just enough time where it's like a little bit past your comfort zone. It's not a day, it's a little bit longer than a day. And it's not yet a month and it's not yet a year but it's just enough time for you to really step outside of your comfort zone like dip your toe outside of your comfort zone and keep it there for a while like keep it there for a minute now saying yes 
two things that scare you. That can mean if somebody invites you to go somewhere to a party or to an event, or if you see something come up on like meetups.com or a Facebook group and you're like, yo, I would love to go to this, but I'm scared to go by myself. You're going to say yes to that. You're going to you're gonna sign up for that event. You're going to go to that party. You're going to go to that thing. If you haven't wanted to go to see a movie, okay, it's this Marvel movie that's coming out soon. I forget the name. I think it's a Doctor Strange movie. If you haven't wanted to see that movie and you don't have anyone to go to the movies with, but you want to go, but you are scared because you're like, I don't know if I want to go to the movies by myself. You're going to go see that movie. You're going you're gonna to purchase your ticket. You're going to go see that movie. This is a week where every single thing that pops up in your head that is an external invitation from someone else or is an internal invitation from your higher self and from the universe, you are going to accept. You are going to say yes to it and you are going to allow yourself to do something, to try something, to experience something that may have on any other given day and week made you feel so afraid that you would have said no to it, but you this week you are going to say yes. And this is going to really allow you to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and see that you are stronger than you think, that you are more courageous than you think, that you are able to do things that you never thought you could have done because you have never tried them because you have been afraid. And the more that you do that, the more that you see how capable and how powerful that you actually are, the more that you raise your vibration because you realize like damn like I was scared to do this but I just did this like damn I'm really that girl like I'm really that boy like for real for real like it's going to allow you to really see yourself the way that other people see you as this beautiful capable strong independent individual and it can be like I said, really hard to take these steps to do these things, but that's the whole point of it. That's the whole point of a yes week. It's not going to be easy the whole time. Like you're going to feel yourself wanting to slip back into saying no out of comfort, wanting to slip back into declining things, into not doing the things that you want to do because you are wanting to sit in a place of your comfort zone, but do not allow yourself to do that. Allow yourself to push past that discomfort and experience something new in this week. And I promise you, I promise promise you it will change your life and the more that you do that I would say like do this multiple weeks like do this one week a month maybe to start and then the more that you get into a place where it's like you're stretching a muscle like it gets comfortable to be doing that yes week increase it have two weeks of a yes week have a month a yes month a yes year and really allow yourself to just embrace an extended period of time where you are saying yes to things so I am going to be doing this this is something that I will often have like myself like yes days but I'm going to do a yes week and I'm excited because I am going to do kind of like a yes Yes, five days that I'm going to be in Memphis. So I really want to just push myself outside of my comfort zone. I am going on, it's a work trip. So it's like people I know from work, but you know, I don't know these people like that. So it's like, I feel like I'm going by myself in some ways. And I just want to embrace that. I want to talk to new people. Um, We're going to a conference where there are going to be a lot of creators. Granted, they are creators in the travel industry, but they're still creators. So I want to talk to people. I want to befriend people. I want to sit in on certain like workshops and sessions and learn new things. Like I really want to just try that. Another thing that I am trying to do or what I say trying to do another thing that I'm actually going to do when I return back to Dallas like for an extended period of time around June is um, I want to go to these writers workshops so you guys know that I actually want to write a book and I haven't worked on my book I will say that has been a goal of mine and I keep pushing it off and part of it is because I have a couple different ideas for books but I am in many ways dragging my feet personally because I'm nervous about it and because I'm not necessarily sure where to start and so I said okay if I'm dragging my feet if I don't feel capable if I'm feeling imposter syndrome what would help me feel as if I could take the first step and one thing that came to my head an idea that I channeled was that I wanted to go to like writers groups and so I looked on meetup.com I looked online and I found actually a couple different groups in Dallas of people who are writers who get together they brainstorm they write together they work on different new writing techniques things like that and I feel like there is part of me that's just nervous about 
labeling myself as a writer, even though I do consider myself a writer consciously, subconsciously, there's a little bit of a block there. And so I'm going to go to a writer's group. That's something that popped up in my head that before I probably would have said no to because I would have been like, I'm scared to go. I've never been to a group like this before. I've never written and shared it in a group like this before. I've never gone to something like this before and had that experience. But the idea came to me and I said, okay, well, if I want to write the book and take the leaps and do the things and experience new things, then let's say yes to this. So very excited. I will let you guys know how that goes when I go to my first uh, writing group session and what comes out of it. And I really think it's gonna be a fun experience. If anything, if I don't like it, at least I tried it. At least I try it and I could say I didn't like it. Okay, and that's the thing about saying yes. Sometimes you think you ain't gonna like something, you go ahead and try it and you like it. And sometimes you think you might like it, you go ahead and try it, you don't like it, you know? But you will never know unless you actually do it, unless you take the leap, unless you do the thing, unless you try it. So yeah, <laughs> but my loves, I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. I am so excited to continue with my day. I'm actually about to hop in another meeting. Fun fact, I actually had to pause recording this episode to hop into a meeting and then I came back. Can y'all tell when I came back from the meeting? Can y'all tell when I took a little break? You probably can't, but I did you know, hop out for a meeting uh, during this episode. But I do have to hop to another meeting now. Um, and this is part of the the uh, the dance of balance between content creation and a nine to five. So my loves, I hope you enjoyed this one. Please come find me on Instagram, follow over there. If you are on Instagram, I'm also on TikTok, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Pinterest. I'm on all the things sporadically-ish, uh, consistently sporadically. I'm pretty consistent actually on most of them, I will say. So come find me over there and I'll chat with you there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it gave you some new ideas of how to raise your vibrations, stay high vibrational, and I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Enjoy the weather wherever you are, and I will chat with you, my loves, in the very next episode. Have an amazing day and weekend. Bye, my loves. What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali